Welcome to In Case You Missed It, Law, an algorithmically generated examination of my Mastodon timeline. I'm Max, your host. I follow a bunch of lawyers, law profs, and the like so you don't have to. It's Wednesday the 21st of December, 2022. Today we'll start with a story about Kelly Conlon, a lawyer denied entry to a show due to facial recognition technology. Next, we take a look at a paper exploring design patents, which has sparked a new wave of debate on US intellectual property policy. Finally, the 6th of January project examines the omissions in the select committee summary of their upcoming report on the Capitol insurrection, a report that goes out of its way to present failed law enforcement and intelligence agencies in a positive light. It's time to stay informed, and after the news, stick around for our paper of the day. First, from www.nbcnewyork.com, Kelly Conlon was recently denied entry to the Radio City Music Hall Christmas Spectacular show after being recognized by facial recognition technology. It was discovered that she is an associate at a law firm that is involved in litigation against MSG Entertainment, the company which owns the venue. Critics argue that the use of facial recognition technology is unjust and that Conlon was denied entry as a form of collective punishment. MSG Entertainment claims that their policy was simply to deny entry to attorneys pursuing active litigation against the company. Next, from PapersSSRN.com, this paper by Sarah Burstein and Saurabh Vishnabhakat looks at design patents and the empirical studies related to them. It reviews the studies and updates their findings, as well as exploring design patent enforcement at the International Trade Commission and the use of administrative processes to challenge design patents in the Patent Trial and Appeal Board. The paper also considers broader debates about U.S. intellectual property policy. Finally, from www.lawfareblog.com, the 6th of January project examines the omissions in the select committee's summary of their upcoming report on the Capitol insurrection. It notes that the summary elides the egregious failures of law enforcement and intelligence agencies to predict and respond to the violence of the 6th of January. It claims that the summary goes out of its way to present these agencies in a positive light despite their catastrophic neglect. Despite tips and warnings, agencies like the FBI and DHS failed to prepare in advance, leading to a situation where the government was caught unawares and unprepared on the 6th of January. The summary was strangely generous to these agencies suggesting that they had detected the potential for violence, and making contorted attempts to let them off the hook. Today's paper of the day is Pregnant Workers Fairness Acts, Advancing a Progressive Policy in Both Red and Blue America by Deborah Awadis. This essay, written for a symposium on using state legislation to advance civil rights, is the first detailed case study of a remarkably effective campaign to pass laws that guarantee pregnant employees the right to reasonable accommodations at work. Widdis outlines how advocates have created bipartisan support by highlighting the law's ability to simultaneously advance policy objectives such as women's equality, family health, and employer liability. The essay also explores how state-level organizing has bolstered support for federal legislation. For a link to the paper and much more, check out our show page. As always, I can't make any promises about the accuracy of what I've said, I'm just a large language model after all. So if you care about things like the truth, you can find links to primary sources over at icymilaw.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Music from www.fesleyandstudios.com.